Hey, welcome to Finding the Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. My name is Caitlin Young and I'm your host. I will be bringing on guests each week to talk to you about their journey to their purpose and how being an entrepreneur that works and uh, you know how they work through their struggles. I'm really excited to bring this to you guys, so stay tuned. Thank you for coming back for another awesome episode of Finding the Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. Today, I'm super excited about our guest. I met her about a year ago, and she has just blossomed since then. She is doing such a beautiful cause of protecting others and protecting women through self-defense and, you know, self-defense devices. There's just so much joy this woman brings me. Um, so I'm really excited to have Miss Tracy Reed on here. This is Tracy Reed. So thank you for coming on. Thank you, Caitlin. It's a pleasure. I'm excited to be here. So thank you for um, sending me the request to be on your podcast. And this is my second one, so I'm actually excited about it. That's awesome. I'm so excited to have you on. Like, if there was anyone that I've seen, like, get close, like, get into their purpose lately, it's been you. I've seen that journey go on. So it was like a no-brainer to have you on. Um, yeah. so really excited to um, hear more about that. But tell our listeners a little bit about what it is you do, who you are. Okay. Well, <clears throat> So what I do is I, um, I started this business, um, Damsel in Defense, and um, it is a uh, company that is a DSA company that helps women to protect themselves. Um, and that means, you know, you, we learn how to create safety plans. We learn how to carry devices, not just one or two devices, but three or four devices. And um, <clears throat> I help educate women on how to take a stand to protect themselves. And um, the reason I chose this company, I wasn't sure that I wanted to do this, but um, I'll tell you, I watched a video of a Texas cop one day and uh, he was crying, a big Texas cop. He was crying on his stories and literally had um, was telling me, telling women to begging women to step up and take ownership over their life and protect themselves because we're not getting the information we need. They're not telling us what's going on. And he had told me that, uh, or told his listeners that uh, he is friends with law enforcement officers and other police departments. Uh, and, and this guy's from Texas, so you know what's going on on the Texas border, right? Yeah. And so he had made it his mission to go out on his Facebook programs and Instagram and TikTok to share his message for women to strap up, for women to protect themselves, he said, because... I'm telling you, he said, I have law enforcement friends. I have border patrol friends. I have other Texas cops. I have cops all around the United States who are begging and coming together as a force to educate women to strap up. 
He said, I'm begging you to take ownership over your life. He said, you have to have it now. He said, because they're not telling you what's going on. Yeah. And that day it, it hit me, Caitlin, because, you know, I've been saying all along, I don't, I've always wanted to own my own business, but I always saw myself um, having a boutique, you know, I'm a big fashion guru and I've always said I'm going to own a boutique someday. And, um, you know, I don't think I look back now and that probably was that probably was not where I needed to be because to me, it didn't serve a purpose. It didn't serve others. And it just wasn't the time for me to go and have a boutique. And I feel like I felt like I needed a place to go and serve others and help other women. I am a domestic violence survivor. I'm also a sexual assault supporter to a couple of family members and who I witnessed uh, being sexually assaulted. And uh, so I felt like it was a mission that was calling to me when he posted that post. I felt like he was speaking to me. Yeah. A light bulb just turned on and I messaged my coach and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I found what I needed to do, what I need to do. It fit. I mean, it. I'm serving other people. I'm helping other women. I'm giving back to my community. And um, it needs to happen because there's just not enough education for women or children and some men because men are also abused and trafficked and everything else. So um, I wouldn't say men, I would probably say younger boys, you know, who are being trafficked. So I would almost say it's, it's actually for men as well. Um, but I just felt there was a need there. So I went that direction and then I just launched my business and it was the crazy, craziest thing, the way that I launched it. I've tried to go out on my own and that was a disaster. Um, I tried to, you know, do prototypes of, of my devices and everything that I bought and tried to do some, you know, test devices and everything. And it just wasn't working. Everything that I bought was cheap. Everything was, um, didn't have disabled features. It didn't have safety features. Um, I didn't like the chemicals that was being used. And so I ditched it all boxed it all back up and shipped it out and I'm like what am I going to do and so my husband had reminded me hey we bought you a safety wristlet back in April and he goes you know and I so I went up and got it and um I looked at it and all of it was damsel in defense and I was like what is this and I was like oh my god so I went on online and looked at it and sure enough I was like I read up on it, their mission I loved because they serve to help human trafficking and uh, they give back to help little kids. They build homes for uh, women coming out of sex trafficking. And um, and I thought, oh, I think this is it. So I reached out to my coach and I said, hey, can I brand myself? You know, can I brand me and sell this, you know? And she's like, Absolutely. Absolutely. And then it was bored. And I've just been, you know, building as I go. And it's actually been almost 
it's it's been fulfilling. I mean, I'm just taking my time and being going at a pace that's good for me. And uh, because I'm only part time, but eventually someday I want to do it full time. Yeah, that is so cool. Like to that moment that you had that was like, yeah, this is it, right? And I think that these moments come when you're in search of that purpose, right? You're looking for it, you're doing work behind the scenes that you're like, I don't know what this is going towards, but we're, it's going to go somewhere, you know, and I've seen that work happening before this happened. So I knew it was only a matter of time before it hit. And it's just funny how when we don't think it's like going to happen, all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere, right? It did. Yeah, it did. And it, it, it totally surprised me because, you know, I could not, I mean, when I was trying to think, oh, what am I going to do? It wasn't coming to me. And so I reached out to my son. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and do, do a clothing boutique. He's like, mother, no. And I'm like, that's my big idea. That's all I've wanted, <laughs> you know, all my life. And he's like, no, you need to find a place where you can serve. You need to find something you can serve and give back, you know. And then I came back about a week later. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do another boutique, but it's not going to be clothing. And he's like, no, no. So I sat on it and prayed for about two months and didn't even just give it any thought. And then that video just came up in my feed one day and I was like, why did I not think of this 30 years ago? <laughs> I literally went through what I went through and actually probably been 50 years. No, actually 55 years ago that I have been, you know, a sexual assault supporter. Yeah. to my family member and I don't it just never came to me that you know that's what I would need to do so it's I loved how it all came together yeah it was like a masterpiece weaved together and yeah I 100 percent believe you know in God's timing and things and um yeah. it's just how it happens right oh yeah my, that just gives me the chills to think about <laughs> it did me too <laughs> So um, since you are the expert at damsel in defense and all that, um, for a woman that doesn't have anything, like what do you suggest to like, what should they first get? Like what device would, should they first start out with? Well, in most cases, I mean, first of all, you should always create your own safety plan in your head because that to me is your very first defense. If you don't know what you're doing and you go out and you're just on your phone walking out from a store, you know, you see that literally everywhere. I mean, people are just walking and look at their phone. That That is situational awareness that everybody could get. That is your first line of defense. Situational awareness and creating a safety plan. So when you create a situational awareness, that's you knowing, hey, I'm walking out of the store. I'm walking out of, you know, an apartment complex. I'm walking to my car. And you, you intentionally know that I need to watch my surroundings. I need to protect myself. That, to me, is your very first thing you should do. Yeah. And then... Secondly, if, if a woman can't afford devices, you know, just at this moment, you know, creating your own safety plan, that means that, you know, when you get out of your car, like every, every week I'm going to Dallas now and I'm, 
I'm actually, I'm not afraid, but I'm actually intentionally making myself aware of looking to see who's where, who's, you know, who's doing what and where I park, I back in now. I look to see where I'm parking, you know, what is it close to, you know, an alleys? Is it close to, you know, a dark area? I mean, I'm, I'm literally thinking in my head ahead of what I need to do to protect myself to keep from something happening. That's so key because I feel like, especially as like, we don't put that thought in and that thought could like save our lives. Right. Like it literally yes. is that important that people don't think about. It's like, Oh, I'll just park over here. Cause it's closer. Yeah. But is it going to save you? Like, is it going to keep you safe to park by that alley instead of walking the 10 more feet, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing is that, you know, um, the statistics say, you know, one in three women uh, survive an attack. If you, if you are not afraid to fight, which is the mentality, you've got to get mentality that you have to get into your head. I'm not afraid to fight for my life. And if you don't have a device, say if a woman is, you know, has five or six kids and she's single and she's can't afford anything. I mean, you literally have to be in the fight, the fight mode. You have to just say, am I willing to fight for my life? Yeah. Am I willing to fight for my children's life? I am because you know I got these right here. <laughs> these can, can can do some damage. Yeah, you know. And if, yeah, so if you you know you have to be willing to say I I will defend my life, and that means I will kick, scream, punch, fight, whatever. And screaming is is a deterrence because they don't like attention drawn to them. So, you know, just knowing that you have the uh, the mindset that you're willing to do whatever it takes to save your life. And if that's fighting, kicking, spitting, grabbing, punching, you know, punching the eye, pulling hair, fighting, that those statistics go way up if a woman fights back. Yeah. If a woman fights back and carries defenses, the statistics go even way higher. At, at the statistics, if you fight back, are up to 44% survival rate. If you carry a device, it goes up to 82% wow. survival. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 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 That is crazy. Like, you know, um, it's so crazy that just something as simple as having a device or being aware of your surroundings, you know, and having a plan, it could be that like important to keeping you safe. Because mm -hmm. there are so many women out there that don't tell their story. We don't know that they've gone through it, right? And mm -hmm. uh, so that kind of puts people in a lull. They're like, oh, it's not that often, but it's way more often than people think. It is way more often than people think. And when I look at those statistics, um, Caitlin, I mean, one in three, that's me, you, and one other person that could be in your room or in my home. And it that's scary to me. Yeah. One in three women. Yeah. I, I, it just blows my mind. That's domestic violence. Now, uh, one in five women survive rape. That's still, I mean, that's, that's like your workplace, you know, 
or your family. It, it, the, it just blows my mind because it is, it is very, very, um, it's real. And, you know, the, the, the history behind that is you didn't, nobody talked about it. Yeah. Nobody would even want to admit that they've been raped. Yeah. Nobody wanted to admit that they had been abused and domestic violence, you know, against them. It just wasn't ever talked about. That's why I always put on my deals, you know, stop the silence. When you stop the silence, you stop the violence. Yeah. Because people are afraid. One, most women are afraid to speak up because they're afraid they'll get attacked again. You know, their husband or, or a significant other or even a, you know, just a stranger that attacked them. And then, you know, they go to jail to me domestic violent crimes they don't get they get a slap on the wrist basically yeah. and then they get out and then you're in fear for your life that they're going to come after you again so most women won't even say anything yeah you yeah know? they're afraid of the uh, revenge right for getting yeah. in yeah, yeah it's definitely a uh lack in our system a hundred percent yep you had asked me the question you know what devices if i had any uh, advice on what to carry. Um, you're, to me, you're, I mean, of course, most women don't carry a gun. They just don't. There's a lot of women that are, I have a gun, I don't carry it. I'm not comfortable carrying it yet. Um, but I will one day, I will, when I get the proper training and enough training to where I feel comfortable, I will carry it. Um, but I do carry my wristlet with me everywhere I go and I would say if I was going to okay good I'm sorry my computer just said it's fixing to shut down I was like oh my god right in the middle of my podcast um but if I was to say any device um you need to be carrying more than one if you can if you cannot afford to carry more than one build your devices up buy one in one month and then maybe get you another one the next month and then get another one in the next month but make sure that you're carrying them all together when you do finally get them but my first suggestion would be to carry a stun gun if you can't carry a gun carry a stun gun it's it is the one that's going to be most impactful Mm -hmm. and it is the one that can hurt somebody and put them to their knees. If you touch them in the right place, it can put them to the knee, your, their knees and get you out of the proximity of where they're trying to attack you. Yeah. So I would say a stun gun. My next thing would be is, is the second thing to carry with that is a pepper spray. And now I will say a lot of people just, a lot of women just carry pepper spray. And they're not educated and to know that I'm like, okay, well, here's a lot of the situation on the pepper spray. I'm not knocking it. It's a great tool to carry, but you have to know when to use it. And if you're in a, a alley and it's windy and you try to use it, it could come back on you and spray you. And then you're defenseless. Yeah. Or, you know, it's a little device and, you know, he could overpower it, you know, and do that. You know, it's, it is, it's not quite as powerful to me as the stun gun because yeah. you spray it. And then if he takes your hand and he could spray it on you, um, and especially if they overpower you, it's just not to me, the very first line of defense, it is a good line of defense, but not in your first line of defense. Yeah. That's Does so that make sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. I, I would start with a stun gun and um and on the stun guns, you need to make sure when you're buying a stun gun, this was this is the thing that I had no clue when I was trying to build my protos. I didn't even know that they had this, but there are a lot of stun guns that do not have disabled devices. And by disabled, I mean, if I'm carrying a stun gun that doesn't have a disabled device and I have an attacker coming at me, I mean, most likely some men can overpower women, may not be some women, you know, but in most cases, a man will, men will overpower women. And if they take that device from it, they can use it on you. Yeah. And so the devices that I was looking at didn't have the disabled pins. So the disabled pins that, I mean, the devices that I have has that safety feature where it has a disabled pin that if he tried to grab it from me and he takes it, it disables it so that he can't use it against me. Yeah, that's so important because like yeah. you said, they could just turn around and use it on you. Like yeah. definitely important. Uh, I didn't even know that that kind of thing existed. That's amazing. I did not either, Caitlin, until, um, until I did my research had no clue. And I've since I've gone to Academy because I thought I'm going to go and see, you know, what these devices look like. And a lot of people will tell me, well, that's kind of expensive for a device. Uh, but when I think of expensive, I don't think it's expensive compared to what my life is worth. Exactly. Yeah. And so I went and looked at some of the other devices because you're like, oh, well, I can go to Academy and get it for 20 bucks. Or my my biggest thing that I always get back oh well I can go to Amazon and I can get an entire wristlet for twenty dollars that's coming from China and so I I ordered those to see what they were and sure enough they they don't have the the, the stun guns don't have a disabled feature the pepper spray is not powerful is you know what you need to really be buying it's all you get what you pay for. Yep. I'll just put it that way. You get what you pay for. Yeah. So um, I recommend, and, and when people ask me, you know, what's different in your products and what I can go to Amazon or whatever. And I said, I tell them, just go and look at the features. Read up on how, how strong the chemical is in pepper spray. Um, how far it can shoot, that's very important. Um, does it have dye? My pepper sprays have dye in them. And, you know, that's an important piece. You spray somebody that's attached to you, if they go, then they don't have any tracking on them. They can go and, you know, hide out and wash off and be done. My spray has a dye tracking in it that stays on them for five days. So you really need to do, you know, women need to do their research on buying what is going to work and cheap is not always the best. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, you know, if you go at it with a cheap mindset, you're going to get a cheap product. You have to be willing to, my dog, I'll cut this part out. Okay. <laughs> It's because uh, my someone's here to clean our house, and I totally forgot. Scott, can you take care of them? 
Sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, we're good. So yeah, you were talking about the dye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so what kind of, so you're talking about the pepper spray and the dye. Now, um, how do you uh, differentiate, like, what is a good length for the pepper spray to go off of? So you, when you are in a defense mode, you want to be able to try to keep your attacker at bay at six feet. Because any, any closer that they can get to you, that is probable that you're gonna get attacked. So when you're, when you're spraying and you're trying to defend off somebody, you're gonna try to keep them at six feet. Our sprays spray up to, I wanna say I've got one spray that even goes all the way up to 18 feet, uh, but you need to have something that's at least six feet. Most of them are, most of them are. Now, I didn't go back in. I couldn't tell you what they were in the ones that I bought from China, but I, I just, one, I didn't like the, the chemicals. They weren't, they weren't strong enough, but you need to have something that shoots at least six feet because when you get an attacker, sometimes it may not be that you get an opportunity to keep somebody at bay at six feet, but if you do and they keep coming at you and you keep backing up, you need to at least try to keep six feet in between you, but, you know, make sure that, you know, you get something at least six feet or beyond. And yeah. it's, it's usually six feet to about 18 feet. That, yeah, that's so important because like the farther you can keep them back, the safer you are. And so if you're able to do that, it's so important. So yeah. Tracy, where can people find you? Like, where can people contact you, um, you know, connect with you about these safety devices if they have any questions or where they can get it? Yes, I'm on, I'm at uh, Tracy Reed on Facebook, T-R-A-C-Y-R-E-A-D. A lot of people put in Reed and they can't find me. And then on Instagram, I am Tracy underscore D-R-E-A-D. Tracy okay underscore d-r-e-a-d perfect yeah all right well thank you so much for coming on and talking about such an important subject that i feel like every single woman needs to you know definitely hear um i know i have my safety bracelet i got from you and i yes, carry that where i go because i know like it's so important. So guys, make sure you get connected with Tracy on this. And if you don't have a safety plan or don't know where to start, contact her and you know she's more than willing to talk to you about it and uh, get you some devices as well. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you, Caitlin. I really appreciate it so much. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, thank you for listening into my podcast. Finding Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. I am super excited that you were able to tune in. And if you liked this podcast or if you found any golden nuggets, make sure to share it with your family and friends on social media. And also make sure you go over and give us a review on iTunes or any platform you listen to. It'll help us rank better and get us in front of more viewers and get them some value as well. Again, thank you for listening in and go out there and crush it.